0: In the case of Jack Daniels' properties versus VIP products, the Supreme Court has spoken and provided clarification on the application of the Rogers test and whether the parodic use of another's trademark is always non-commercial use for the purpose of a dilution claim. We are going to talk about this ruling and its potential future applications on this installment of The Briefing by Weintraub Tobin. I'm Scott Hervey of Weintraub Tobin, and I'm joined today by my colleague, Jamie Linsenberg. Jamie, welcome to The Briefing.
1: Thanks, Scott. It's great to be here.
0: So on January 8th, 2023, the United States Supreme Court handed down its opinion in Jack Daniels Properties versus VIP Products. The dispute dates back to 2014, when Jack Daniels sent a series of cease and desist letters to VIP Products concerning its squeaky dog chew toy, Bad Spaniels. This toy parodies the Jack Daniels product. Jack Daniels becomes Bad Spaniels, and the phrase old number seven brand Tennessee sour mash whiskey turns into old number two on your Tennessee carpet. Jack Daniels wasn't thrilled with that, and they claimed that uh, VIP products had infringed and diluted its trademarks. In 2018, a district court judge ruled in Jack Daniels' favor.
1: In its ruling on a motion for summary judgment, the district court held that the Rogers test, which is used to balance the interest between trademark law and the First Amendment, was inapplicable because the toy is not an expressive work. Later, after a four-day bench trial, the district court ruled against VIP products and found that it had infringed Jack Daniels' marks.
0: On appeal to the Ninth Circuit, VIP argued that the district court erred in finding that the toy wasn't an expressive work, The Ninth Circuit remanded the matter to the district court and ordered the district court to apply the Rogers test, which requires that the mark holder show that the punitive infringer's use of the mark either, one, is not artistically relevant to the underlying work, or two, explicitly misleads consumers as to the source or content of the work.
1: In reviewing the Ninth Circuit's holding, the Supreme Court framed its analysis by starting its opinion with a discussion of the purpose and function of a trademark, which is to serve as an identifier of the source of certain goods and services. From there, the court then looks at the Ninth Circuit's application of the Rogers test and its analysis of Jack Daniel's dilution claim.
0: Right. And with regard to the application of the Rogers test, the Supreme Court said that the issue is not whether the dog toy is an expressive work. The issue is the nature of the use of Jack Daniels' mark. The Supreme Court found that VIP's use of the marks, while humorous, were for the purpose of serving as a source identifier. Trademark use, in other words. This didn't come as a controversial finding or seem to be a controversial analysis since In its complaint, V.I.P. claimed trademark rights in Bad Spaniels. This use, use as a trademark, is outside of the application of the Rogers test and instead should be analyzed under the multi-factor trademark infringement test, like the Sleekcraft factors.
1: The Supreme Court said that this approach... Confining Rogers to instances where a trademark is not used to designate a work source, but solely to perform some other expressive function, is not new and has been followed by lower courts in other cases.
0: That's an important point you raise, Jamie, that the use of a trademark must only be to perform some other expressive function. Where a mark is used both to perform an expressive function and also as a source identifier, like in the VIP products case. The Rogers test is not applicable.
1: So, Scott, do you think the court's analysis would have been different if VIP had not claimed trademark rights in bad spaniels?
0: Well, that's a great question. Uh, That certainly gave the Supreme Court an easy out, right? The Supreme Court said that the lower court got it right when they said that, quote, VIP uses bad spaniels' trademark and trade dress as a source identifier of its dog toy. And the Supreme Court said that this point was conceded by VIP when VIP said in its complaint that it both owns and uses the Bad Spaniels trademark and trade dress for dog toys. For certain, the Supreme Court points to some other factors, but this fact, the fact that VIP claimed trademark rights in Bad Spaniels seems to be the proverbial nail in the coffin.
1: So continuing with this hypothetical, What if VIP didn't claim that Bad Spaniels was a trademark, didn't treat it as a product name, and rather claimed that its use was merely humorous and ornamental and not any form of trademark use?
0: Well, that probably would have helped. It's certain from this opinion that this threshold analysis of whether the use is trademark use or non-trademark use, even if parodic or humorous, is going to be a case-by-case analysis.
1: The Supreme Court engaged in a similar analysis in its treatment of Jack Daniels' claim of dilution by tarnishment. The Ninth Circuit had dismissed that claim based on the Lanham Act's exclusion from liability for dilution for any non-commercial use of a mark, and VIP's parodic use constituted non-commercial use.
0: Right. And the Supreme Court took issue with that finding of the Ninth Circuit. Uh, The the Supreme Court said that not every parodic or humorous commentary is a non-commercial use and that use as a designation of source for the person's own goods or services, even if a parody or humorous commentary is not a non-commercial use.
1: Mm -hmm. So, Scott, I know that you regularly look to the Rogers test for guidance with your creative clients who may include third-party brands in their program so how do you think that this case will ultimately impact that
0: that's a great question jamie um so as a threshold matter in determining whether rogers applies we will ask is this a trademark use is this use where we're using this brand as a source identifier for example where a production company films a character getting out of a ferrari and where that's done to establish some characteristic or trait about that character like for example are they rich stylish a risk taker etc that's not going to be a source identifier use so as such in that case we would apply the rogers test i think where this case will present an issue is for companies that build businesses around poking fun at or commenting on other brands like vip products so um it's an interesting case, and we're definitely going to see some fallout from it. Um, and we're going to have to track the application of the Rogers test as it goes forward, because I think that there will be many a challenge to uh, use of the Rogers test as a defense. And I think most of the time, the issue will fall in that blurry midsection where the use is both you know, humorous and parodic or serve some type of creative person, uh, a purpose, but also maybe uh, use as a source identifier. So we'll we'll keep our eye on this going forward. Thanks for joining us, Jamie. Yeah,
1: thanks for having me.
0: Thanks for tuning into this installment of The Briefing by Weintraub Tobin. Please remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel and to our podcast and uh, give us a thumbs up and leave a comment where comments are to be left. And if you're interested in more content like this, well, we've got over 100 episodes uh, for you to choose from.